Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hung Up Cleats. This is my first fully solo episode. Um, I did do a few interviews um, solo without Sophie, but this is my first time completely podcasting alone. I'm so excited. I came up with the idea to do two separate podcasts for our season finale. So I'm going to record an episode, Sophie's going to record an episode, and that will be the first season finale of Hung Up Cleats podcast. And we're so excited for what the next year has in store. Um, we basically just decided to come to a natural end at the end of the year because we started the podcast or launched the podcast on January 2nd of 2023. So yeah, Welcome to the season finale, part one. I just wanted to sit down with you guys today. I didn't want to do anything like too crazy because I think Sophie's doing more of a vlog style. So I don't want to just be like whipping you guys all around. Um, so I was just like, let me just sit and talk about my year. Talk about um, a few things that maybe I haven't talked about. And yeah. I don't know. I've learned so many things this past year, and um, I genuinely feel like I go through a quarter-life crisis, like, every single week. Um, I never know that, like, what I'm doing is the right thing. I feel like I'm always running into these obstacles that I'm just like, I don't know if what I'm doing is right, and you just kind of, like, have to get through it then to figure out if it's the right thing, and something that I've really realized is, like, no matter what decision decision you make, it is the right decision because even if like the decision you make is something that leads to something else, that is like where you're supposed to be. Sorry. I don't know if this is a, supposed to be a deep episode. Maybe it is. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just feel like your twenties, what they say is true. You don't know what the hell you're doing. And so what you're doing is just figuring it out, figuring out what you like, what you're supposed to be doing, what you're passionate about in your career, um, you know, the people you surround yourself with are going to change. It's going to be so different. And I'm learning that now about the people that I want to surround myself with and the people that I want to take with me in this next chapter. I am going to have a completely different life next month. And I just want to talk about it. Um, I can't talk about all of it because there is one of the first episodes of the new season is going to be something new for me and it's going to be um something I just can't talk about yet sorry I'm being super vague um but I'm moving into a new apartment next month and I'm so freaking excited I'm going to be moving into the gulch into this new building and I'm so excited my boyfriend is moving here the first week of the month and I just feel like this is the best example of like starting the year out fresh and it's just so exciting for me. Um, so like I said, you just trial and error a bunch of shit, but it's fine. This is like the poorest you're, you'll ever, you're ever going to be, the youngest you're ever going to be. Um, but that's why this is the perfect time for you to just like take risks and figure it out. You don't want to be 30 or 35 and you're like, oh, I didn't even try anything because I was too scared. Because I've been there, like, but then I sit. And I think, I'm like, oh, it's been a few months. I probably need to make a move and, like, do something different because this isn't working. So that's a big lesson I've learned. 
I want to take you back to about a year and a half ago. And I was having a complete crisis. I didn't know what I was doing. I felt so lost and uncomfortable, and I wanted to run away. I wanted to run away from Nashville. I wanted to run away from my life. I wanted to completely start fresh. And it was to the point that I was literally going on apartment tours in Dallas. And I told my whole entire family that I was moving to Dallas. And I was just going to completely just, like, pick up my life and, like, get the hell out of here. I was just so, I just like needed a fresh start. And like, that's the kind of person I am. I am a runner. I'm a runner. I'm a track star. Um, it freaks me out. It freaks my boyfriend out. Um, it's not a good trait to have. But it's it's real and it's me. And I try to notice a little more when I'm doing it. So as some of y'all know, my silly little self decided to move to Tennessee um, after I graduated college because my ex-boyfriend got an opportunity with the Titans. Um, and I know I talk about this a lot and think what you will, but like it is just such a big reason of like why I am the way I am, like who I am today. Um, all the mistakes, like, and that's why I wanted to talk about your 20s because it's like all the mistakes that you made are the reason that you are who you are and it leads to all of your successes. So I just remember having this like conversation with my cousin and my, my cousin was just like super not on board with me moving to Tennessee with my ex-boyfriend. She was like, oh my God, you are so stupid. Um, but I was just like, I literally just remember saying, and I think I did know, I did know that it was the, like, that the relationship wasn't it, but I did think I'm like, whatever decision that I decide to make is the right one. So I'm just going to take this leap. I'm going to move. I'm going to do it. And now I have this amazing life in Nashville and I never would have maybe had that if it weren't for this other person that had to come here for work. Like it definitely is something that I just like look back on and I'm just like, wow. Um, I did want to talk about how I kind of lost myself in it. I was obviously very young. And um, after I graduated, I put off applying to jobs so bad. I don't know what I was thinking because now every single one of my friends that is looking for a job, I've been telling them like apply like three to four months prior to what you want to start because like it's freaking hard to get a job nowadays and I just put it off and put it off and I don't know if I just like my heart just wasn't in the right place because I was a sports reporter in college and that was what I love to do but something just did not feel right about it and I just didn't start applying I was just like you know but so I just like kept putting it off and I was just so Delulu and didn't know what the heck was going on by the end of the summer I had the opportunity to move here and the end of the summer was approaching I still ha didn't have a job my ex asked me to move here I was just like whatever I don't want any regrets and I have time to screw up like if this is a screw up this is the time I should do it I don't want to screw up when I'm like 10 years down the road I'd rather just screw up now and get it over with and that was definitely a defense mechanism mechanism because I kind of knew that I was screwing up. But you don't want to have any regrets. Just do it. 
if you have any second guesses, whatever, if you are young, make the mistake now. You will learn so freaking much from it. I'm literally sitting here telling my podcast, make all the mistakes you can. But seriously, I genuinely think that it will give you so much more growth than if you just do everything perfectly. So anyway, I'm sitting here today just to tell you that screwing up is fine. When you're younger, screw up as much as you can. It's a good thing. It'll be fine. Um, so yeah, just some little life updates um, about my current life. So I feel like this year has just been so interesting because so much has happened and I feel like it it's like I feel like I lived so many lifetimes but it also went by super fast Uh, my mom came in town last weekend she has never been to Nashville to visit me before well she came for one Titans game but I do not count that because that was not for me Um, but so she came to town with her boyfriend and it was her boyfriend's birthday weekend So she came in town, and they met up with us at the bar. I walk out of the bar, and I, like, hug my mom, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, hi. Good to see you guys. Shows me her freaking hand, huge-ass rock on her hand. I'm like, what? I screamed bloody murder in the middle of Broadway, and I started crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. So my mom is getting married remarried so my mom and my dad got divorced when I was 16 it was very hard on me like it was the end of my life basically um it was really hard on me and I don't I probably should do a whole episode on this I really want to have like my family on like I wanted to have my mom on when she was in town and it didn't work out but um or like my brothers or like my cousins because like I have so many family members who they're either just freaking destroyed by their parents getting divorced or um, they're just like completely like have no effect whatsoever. And I was just completely destroyed and my brothers were not affected at all. Um, so I don't know why that is, but my mom found an amazing man who loves her so much and I'm just so happy for her. Um, but my mom was like, why are you crying? Like she was like worried that I was just like so upset about them getting engaged. And I was like, no, <laughs> No, I'm so happy for you. So anyway, um, this weekend was super fun. Um, I had also a few teammates come in town because one of my teammates is getting married on my birthday. Um, (laughs) I always give her shit for it, but it's not a big deal, obviously. But I'm very excited for her to get married. Um, But yeah, she came in town for her bachelorette. So it was so great to see all of them. Um, and we had a great time on Broadway. We did, um, super fun things. I like got to be their tour guide. I love, um, I love planning trips. Like I put together a whole itinerary and it was just a blast. It was just a great freaking time. So Sophie and I sent each other a couple questions um, to kind of round out the new year or the, the old year this year. My, our episodes are going to be so freaking different. This is just, I, I really just wanted to sit and chat and have a little therapy session with you guys. Um, oh, that's another update. I've been going to therapy. I've been doing a lot of therapy. 
Um, and it's good to be back in therapy. Everyone needs a little bit of therapy sometimes. So, yeah. But I'm going to... Sophie asked me a few questions, and I'm just going to answer them really quick. Okay. First question. What is your love language? My love language is quality time and physical touch. (laughs) I think that's so freaking funny because I'm in a long-distance relationship. So, um, yeah. Physical touch and quality time are just literally the absolute best ones you can have when you're in a long-distance relationship because you don't get either of those. Um, but I literally make my boyfriend fall asleep on the phone with me, um, a lot of the time. So it, he probably thinks it's so annoying. Um, but I'm like, well, I can't help it. Your, your love language is words of affirmation. I can do that over text and you can't do physical touch or quality time unless you're on FaceTime. So, um, yeah, but he's moving here in a few weeks, so it's fine. Okay. Okay. So... I've talked a little bit about this before. It says, you walked on at LSU your freshman year. If you didn't earn a scholarship, you wouldn't be able to stay. You ended up earning a scholarship, but do you think this added extra stress and affected your performance and mental health? This is a great question. So for anyone who is unaware, I visited a bunch of smaller schools when I was being recruited um, to go play collegiate golf. And my dad, basically, after I saw these schools, he was just like, these aren't good enough for you. And basically was like, you need to call the LSU head coach and ask for a spot on the team. (laughs) I was 17 years old calling this woman being like, Hey, um, can I play for you? Um, I think she respected it a lot, honestly. So, Um, it was definitely like ballsy. I got her number, called her one day. I was like, listen, I've gone to all of these smaller schools and I want to play for your program. I want the competitiveness. Um, I want, you know, I want something more, even if it's just a walk on spot. So the stipulation was my dad said, well, since you're walking on, you get one year. If you can, um, if you can earn a scholarship within a year, you can play here. If not, you have to leave. And I was going to have to drop out of LSU and go somewhere else. And either, I probably wouldn't have been able to play golf anymore. So I signed my scholarship November my first semester of my freshman year it's the coolest story I have to this day I think like that's so badass um so yeah so the question is do you think this added extra stress and affected your performance and mental health yes in a good way um I I know like some it could normally cause a lot of stress I feel like it was just like specifically the position I was in I had nothing to lose at this point. Um, I was just walking on, and I was just seeing what I could do. And it was a risk that I was willing to take um, for the highest reward I could have gotten. And it was the best decision I've ever made. 
What's interesting, though, is my performance got worse after I earned the scholarship because it's like, I guess in a way, I just felt like my first semester, it was just like I had nothing to lose and I was just in everything to gain. And once I had it, I was like, oh, my God, now I have to live up to this scholarship that I have. And um, it did affect my performance after that. It was tough. Um, but I literally will still say to this day, uh, the best I ever performed at LSU was the first semester of my freshman year. But what came after that was the best experience of my life in college. I was literally crying about it last night about, I'll never be able to go back to college again. Like, like, doesn't that suck? Four years and that's it and you'll never get it back again. Like, I know, like, I probably have some good years ahead of me. But, like, that shit was so fun, and I'm never going to get it back. It's just so freaking sad. Like, I am definitely think I'm going to be one of those people that lives through my kids. I cannot stop fooling around with this, Mike. It's so fun. I just love that it's just here in my face. Um, <laughs> so, okay, next question. Do you miss being in the sports broadcasting industry? This was your major in college, and you work for Tiger TV. I know there was a time where you didn't think – you didn't even think about not doing it, but not, but what the fuck, Sophie? Doing what you thought was your dream career and retiring from golf all in the same year and moving to a new city, what toll did that take on you mentally? Whew. Well, I kind of already talked about it. Um. So... It was a lot because my whole identity just withered away so quickly because in college, the two things I was was a sports reporter and producer and an, a golfer. And I wasn't doing either of those things. And so my way to cope with that was to bring it back through a podcast and to sit down and have a therapy session about not being a golfer anymore <laughs> on the podcast. So uh, I kind of wrapped those in a bow and just was like, listen, you know, I can't have my golf career back. Um, obviously, I can play for fun, which is nice because a lot of people cannot do that. Um, but I'm just so grateful that I was able to start this. I also get to talk to like some amazing athletes. And so, yeah, it was hard, but it was what created hung up cleats. And so I'm just like very fortunate that I had those skills that I got in college and I was able to turn them into something that I think is just going to keep growing. So it's been cool. Um, what is the craziest story you've had centering around dating pro athletes? Can you be dating someone, can be a friend that went through something while dating an athlete or an athlete you know and are friends with that dated someone wild? Oh my gosh, I have so many stories. But instead of answering this question, I'm going to give a little sneak peek into season two. We are going to be doing a WAG series so we're going to be doing wives and girlfriends of professional athletes. We're going to have some of those girls on. Um, and we're also going to do X-Wags because 
the ex-wags have the better stories than the wags. I feel like normally like some wives and girlfriends that are like in like some of them are in literally the best relationships ever and these guys are so in love with them and they are just so fortunate to have like the best men ever and then some guys or some girls don't have that luxury. So um, we're going to get the good and the bad and the ugly, a little bit of the ugly. Um, I'm really excited to talk to these women because all of this stuff, all of the sports world obviously is centered around the athlete, but they genuinely, some of them could not do what they do or have a family or, you know, have like the support unless the women behind them were so amazing. And um, I genuinely think like some of the time that will contribute to the longevity of an athlete's career. So going to talk to some wags, going to start a little wag series because I think that'll be super fun and just something different. Um, I don't really know of a podcast that like interviews wags. Like I know that people interview girls girls that are dating professional athletes but this is going to be like an actual series and I hope that this podcast becomes kind of like a one-stop shop to you know hearing about these stories of these wives and girlfriends of these amazing athletes so I'm gonna make this a little clip because um you know hopefully I can get enough traction for maybe a few people to notice um because I just want to tell their stories. I think that they are probably like one of the most important parts of these athletes' lives. And um, I just, I think that they need to be recognized as well. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I This was such a short and sweet one. I have so many updates that I just cannot give yet um, for reasons that will make sense later. Um, but yeah, I am just so incredibly grateful for this year and for being able to do this, this has been literally amazing. I'm so grateful and um, I'm hoping to turn this into something bigger and better and more entertaining and we're going to add more aspects to everything and I'm just so excited to talk to more people and yeah. Okay, um, I think that's it. I feel like this was fun. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I love you guys. And this is Mary Chauvin signing out for season one. I'll see you next year. Bye.